Hello, I'm Dr. Trish Burgess. I'm the director of GHO, and welcome to the Let's Go GHO podcast. I'm here today with my associate director, Ron Brown. And Trish, why did you choose Let's Go? Well, I chose the title Let's Go GHO because as team leaders, we say that tons of times during our mission work. And so our team members hear that all the time. As in GHO, let's go? (laughs) Exactly, because we're always wanting you to go somewhere and be on time about it. Well, I love that title for this podcast, and uh, I guess I'm asking you and asking me, why are we doing a podcast? I thought it was a great idea to do a podcast to reach people. We send out tons of emails, and we're on the web with CMDA, or the Christian Medical and Dental Association, but a lot of people don't know about us, and we're, so we're just trying different avenues to reach people, to encourage them, whether it's GHO or another mission, to try missions work and see how they like it. Well, I've been with CMDA and GHO a long time, but you are so young, uh, Dr. Burgess. I think I can call you Trish. And uh, you're on the cutting edge of social media and all these things, so it just seems unnatural that you would help us launch at GHO a podcast and reach a broader group. So I'm pretty excited about this. So of all the things you just said, what I heard was you're so young. (laughs) And I want you to remember that uh, because young is great. (laughs) It's it's great to feel young. But as far as GHO goes, I have been serving with them for about 12 years. Um, I remember going on my first mission with a lump in my throat, flying off to Nicaragua and feeling like I was flying halfway around the world, meeting a bunch of people I'd never met in my life. But it was turned out it was the best thing I'd ever done, and it was really life-changing for me. Um, and I've been on fire for medical missions since then. Um, and it was about three years ago when you, Ron, emailed me and asked me to consider myself for the position of director of GHO. And uh, it took a lot of prayer because it involved not just me, but my husband having to move to um, and giving up his career and starting again. But um, I did finally feel like the Lord was leading me to be director of GHO. So I've only been doing it for a couple of years, but it's been a blessing in my life to serve GHO. Um, What about your history, Ron, with GHO? How long have you been here, and what has it been like? Well, I started in 1999, so I think in my 21st year, back in those early days, so to speak, uh, with Dr. Sam Malin, the first director, uh, for about 12 years, and then with Dr. Don Thompson for seven years. I got to see uh, GHO kind of start on the drawing boards And uh, it's been very clear that God had every director at the right time, at the right place. And so I saw how God used uh, Sam and and myself to kind of launch a a medical missions for CMDA. It was kind of a 2.0 version and uh, saw that develop from a few teams to 10 to 20, 30. And then Don Thompson came here for those years, and we ramped it up to 40-plus and now since you've been here, we've crossed over the 50 threshold as far as 50 teams to 25-some countries. Uh, my wife and I have been involved in ministry now for about uh, 44, 45 years. And I have to say the last 20 have been the most rewarding, encouraging, inspiring. I've had the privilege of meeting what I call the creme de la creme of God's family through CMDA, GHO team members and team leaders as well as our national partners around the world. Uh, So I I can't imagine that God would have given me anything more encouraging, more uh, to a way to honor him, to advance his kingdom than these years 
at GHO, and I'm so excited God's brought you here, Trish. Well, thanks. One of the things I did notice coming here was your relationship. You've had these 20-year relationships with a lot of our national partners, um, and I've gone to a lot of different places with GHO, but obviously haven't been everywhere, so some of them I've never met. So there's just this rich relationship history that GHO has because you've been with them for so long that it's really just a blessing that this ministry has that intertwined relationships with other countries all these years. So for 2020, we are adding some new teams and we have a lot of different things going on. But as far as this podcast, what are you thinking about we're going to be looking at or talking to? Well, actually, uh, you've taken the initiative and we've already done an Uh, some interviews with some of our current team leaders, and we're going to be including those very soon. Uh, Recently, we did a podcast interview with our GHO Nicaragua director, Rolando Castillo, and soon uh, people will be hearing that. In fact, uh, we're even adding a little spice to that interview, and you'll have to tune in. A little what? A little sriracha. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be very tasty, and we'll see what people think of that. So we're looking at interviewing other team leaders, uh, more of our national partners, and uh, then we know God is a God of serendipity, and there will be surprises that we don't even know are coming our way, and we'll, of course, be including those in future podcasts. Sure. I did an interview with a pastor in Greece who, um, when I served there last year, it was the best missionary sermon I'd ever heard. So I really wanted to talk with him about that and his passion for serving refugees. So that's coming in our future, too. Well, I guess a question I have, uh, as you've been here now these uh, two years as director, but also your history of 12 years, what are your summary to this date of GHO? And has it prepared you for what 220 is already brought in terms of uh, challenges, dealing with crises. Sometimes I'm afraid when we try to interview new prospects for GHO staff, if they knew what they were signing up for, nobody would get into this department or they would love getting in this department because it seems we go from one crisis to another, which is what the world looks like a lot today. Exactly. Well, part of that is um, emergency medicine, which is my specialty training. So I feel like I fit right in here because it has been crisis after crisis, which I think part is just the way the world is. But I also do think there's a spiritual component of Satan on attack that I feel like we're in the right direction. GHO is moving powerfully and Satan doesn't like it. So I do feel like there is some spiritual warfare component to what we have been through. But, you know, I started in March of 2018, and April 18th, I remember the exact date because it was my daughter's birthday of 2018, Nicaragua began having protesting and rioting and then this big crisis there, such that we um, had a team in country, but Rolando helped us to get that team out safely. But after that, we ended up having to cancel eight of our 10 teams, which is a very large percentage of our mission teams. So dealing with the logistics of that was a lot, as you know, you know, working with canceling flights and and returning trip fees and all that sort of thing. But when you looked up and asked God, where should we go? What are we doing? He had all these doors opened for us. Most of them were in the Muslim community. So we've opened up a lot of refugee care trips since then. I just feel like God is strongly at work with the Muslim community. And we hear again and again stories on those teams of Jesus coming to these people in their dreams. I remember talking to one lady and she said, um, I was asking her about her faith and if she knew Jesus. And she said, 
Last night I had a dream. I was walking down this dirt road, and there were two churches in front of me, and Jesus was walking next to me and said that I I had to choose one of them. She said, I'm not ready to choose yet, but she was thankful that I at least explained about him and what he meant and how he was our Lord and Savior so that she had some food for thought on that. So, you know, those crises really made us push ourselves forward instead of the comfort zone of Central America into other harder to reach areas. And it's been a lot to learn how to witness to the Muslim community, and that it has to be different from what we're used to. But the Lord has really strengthened my faith in helping me just lean on Him and, and just really needing Him to guide and direct me. And so I really feel like I'm a stronger Christian now. Um, in fact, one of the thoughts I had when I was deciding and whether to accept this position or not was, will I be more like Jesus by taking this position or not? And you just had to know, yes, I would, because... I would have all these challenges um, and lean into him, which has actually come to fruition, even to the point now where in 2020, just a month ago, my husband was diagnosed with tonsil cancer, which kind of is your world spinning on a dime. You hear about that, and I've seen that again and again in my career, but it's always different and always shocking when it happens to you. So for the first couple of weeks, I was in a panic and just really anxious and fearful and worried about, you know, two years from now, five years from now, what's my life going to look like? Am I going to have him with me by my side or not? We've been married 31 years and dating several years before that. So it really taught me that I needed to submit him to the Lord. I had my children, although that was a struggle and battle, but submitting people you love to the Lord and trusting him with them. And not only that, but trusting him with your own life and that whatever happens, he will walk with you through that. So it's been not fun to learn those lessons and to strengthen your faith, but he does do that. And he's given me comfort and peace through that that has helped me. Do you have any experience similar to that from your years at GHO? You know, I think, uh, as you pointed out before, when you involved in a ministry like Christian Medical Dental Association and specifically our department, Global Health Outreach, Uh, You do kind of put a target on your back, on your team leaders, on the team members, our national partners, because we're going into areas where the enemy is controlled and he doesn't want to give up control of those areas. So spiritual warfare is a very real thing. And uh, one of the ways uh, our enemy attacks us is through our own marriage, our own family, our own children, grandchildren. So we've we've been down that road with uh, cancer with our third child. and uh, saw the Lord bring healing to him over 10-year time uh, dealing with his thyroid cancer. And uh, the Lord healed and is healing him to the point where, you know, he's now in one of those countries that has limited access with his wife and two of our grandchildren. And what Satan means for evil, God invariably will make good and bring good out of it. And uh, so whether it's been in our own family challenges we've had with national partners or with country politics, as you mentioned about Nicaragua. I've heard the sermon preached, and I've even preached it myself before, about Jesus walking on the water and calming the storm, that people say you're either, uh, when it comes to the storms of life, you're either in a storm, you're either coming out of a storm, or you're getting ready to go into a storm. Exactly. So you might as well get used to it, because life with the Lord with all its blessings, with all its joys, and with all its challenges, is also going to be a life of crises and storms. So uh, it's good that we keep our eyes on the master of the sea, 
of the storms of life and our own personal storms and knowing that he has a power and the only one who has a power then into that storm say, peace, be still. And I've seen and experienced that and I know you uh, just testified to that, Trish, and what you're going through with Scott and and other challenges we've had at, at GHO. So even though we can't say in our flesh we love crisis, we do know that they purify us, they refine us, and we know we're in the right place because that's what spiritual warfare is and what it looks like. Exactly. In fact, some of the times when something like that happens, I get excited because it makes me feel like or know for sure we're on the right path. Um, and so GHO is something I love dearly. I've had a passion since my very first mission trip in serving on the teams and serving our team leaders and preparing the teams now. So I just, I love everything about GHO. And part of our desire is for people to listen more to our podcast, to get some interest in our trips. We love to have new people. We love to change the hearts of healthcare of the providers and nurses and students and everyone we have on our teams in their own hearts as well as in the hearts of our patients. So our goal in the end is to reach the least, the last, and the lost. And um, we're prayerful that through this podcast, people will get to know us better, get to know our teams better, and, and be more interested in joining our missions. I don't know a better way to close this out than to say what this podcast is called and what we say as team leaders very, very often, and that's GHO, let's go. Awesome. We'll see you on the mission field. This podcast has been a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. CMDA is a nonpartisan organization that does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on this podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members and are not intended to imply endorsement of any political party or candidate.